Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Horror 421, the podcast, with your hosts, special effects makeup artist supreme, Elena Morales, and your friendly small-town horror author, Charles Campbell. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the frights in this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Horror 421, the podcast. I'm your host, Charles Campbell, and with me is my beautiful co-host. Hello. Elena Morales. She's a special effects makeup artist, and today we have a special guest on the show. Uh, She starred in the movies VHS and Siren, among others. That's not all she's been in. We're going to talk about those as well, but uh, welcome to the show, Hannah. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for being here, and it's Hannah Fearman. Is, that's right you pronounced all right. it right awesome that's well i hope that was the way you pronounced it, it that's the way it sounded to me uh, <laughs> but anyway we're super excited to have hannah on the show today and uh one thing that i want to talk about right off the bat is how was it filming a, a a movie like vhs that story that that uh began the film really kind of set the tone for the rest of the movie for me mm-hmm. but uh your character in that film it you made me a fan uh, fan right away. So how was it getting into that world and into that uh, mindset of VHS? Um, it was actually pretty easy because uh, we spent so much time developing the character together that by the time I was filming, it was um, relatively second nature, just responding like, you know, a, an animal would, you know, a particularly dr- a driven one by, you know, like a hungry animal, except she's a sex demon. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Well, that, that is a uh, certain kind of demon, I guess. <laughs> but, hey, sex uh, demons are great demons. Sex demons are great demons. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was awesome uh, to, to watch and, and see how the story unfolded. And one thing I do want to say, and I don't know if you've seen these other films, Hannah, but it put me in the mindset if uh, Creeper from Jeepers Creepers and the creature in um, uh, the movie Splice, if they had a baby, that's what this would turn out to be. Yeah, I when I first saw Splice, I was just like, oh, that kind of looks like me <laughs> a little <laughs> bit from one of the roles I had done. Of course, that was long before VHS. Right, right. In the horror realm, I know is a woman in horror how did you enter into that realm were you always drawn to horror films or did you want to be something else or also who is your biggest inspiration as far as women in horror like Elvira Vampira you know all of those major powerhouse women oh well no I wanted to be a unicorn but um yeah that's a solid answer though I didn't, I wasn't into horror until uh, it embraced me. And then, um, and then I started really delving into it and, and really enjoying it and respecting the hell out of it. Um, Because it's, it's very, it's very nuanced and, um, and difficult genre. It is hard to scare people. And it's, um, you know, everybody thinks it's like this, this cheap form of entertainment, but it isn't, it's, it's, it's thoughtful. And um, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of brilliant minds go into it. I really respect it. I really love it. I really love the uh, the fans in particular, just because they're so flexible with, with what they're willing to give it a chance. And um, so as far as like inspiration, let me think. 
Um, what's that uh, lady whose last name is Steele with the big Do eyes? You? She's Italian. Oh. I think. Um, yeah. What movie? I do. I'm doing better with movies sometimes than names. Um, I'm that's. I'm. I'm so sucky at names. See, I can't even remember the name of the film. I can do faces, no problem. But as soon as you get me a name, I'm like, hey, man. (laughs) Hold on. Is is it it? Barbara Steele? Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, I think. Oh, Barbara Steele. This one. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she's really. She's really badass, and uh, I. I enjoy watching her. I just think she's really neat. And um, let me think, who else do I really, really enjoy watching? Um, well, let me think. I think Barbara Crampton is is a fascinating person to watch. And um, I don't know, I don't know. I just got through watching Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. And I thought that that, uh, what's her name? Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. Heather Yeah. She, she, was, she was wonderful to watch. Yeah, she's amazing too. Uh, she's she does the cons uh, uh, on a pretty regular basis. So I've, I've spoken with her. I, I'm not sure if Elena has uh, before, but she's. I don't she's, think I've had the chance to meet her yet. Was was she had days recently? Yeah, she was. She was there last what? year or the year before. I can't remember. <laughs> I didn't. Oops. I'm, I'm laughing. I get because... so like starstruck when I'm in that room, and I'm like, hi. I would, I would just be like, hi, you were so brave in that movie. <laughs> you were so brave. She's like, um, I was acting. I was like, no. <laughs> That's how I felt when I met um, Barry Boswick for the first time last year. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, you're amazing. I love you. I, uh, hi. <laughs> and you say, like, you're really tall. Dude, he's freaking a giant. I had no idea how tall he was. And I was just like, oh, my God. But everybody's tall to me. I'm only 5'4". So I'm 5'4", too. I'm, well, I'm 5'4 and a bit. And a half. I'm 5'6". You count the half. Day. The half matters. <laughs> I actually had a casting director make fun of me once because I had it on my resume. It was five, five foot four and a half. And she's like, mm-hmm. a half? Really? You put a half on there? And I was like, yeah, it's it my matters. half. It's mine. <laughs> fucking matters, it, damn it. I'm putting it on there. <laughs> I'm going to claim no, my half. Well, it's bad because when I'm haunting, I got to, my boots that I wear, like, add a couple inches. Like, because I'm not, you can't be scary and be short at the same damn time. And if you do, you better fucking make a fucking difference. In it. Like, you better be doing some crazy stuff, bending backwards. Like, women have to do so much in horror to just get your point across because people are like, hey, hey, you're a girl, you know? I haven't found that to be the case with my movies, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, Elena is a is a special effects makeup designer, so she's worked on a few low budget horror films. And um, the haunt she's talking about is she works at a haunted house that's really heavy during Halloween season, but they do have other events too. So I've seen those guys in action, and she's amazing. A and B, those guys work really, really hard. So she's. You put on contacts. It's full game. It's time to oh, yeah. It's time to oh, roll. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you wear them for like hours on end at those things too. That's yeah. That's wild. I can't do that for very long. I can't do the special uh, contact lenses for very long because I they're just so painful to me. I don't think Especially they really cons. they really fit cons properly. Song. Yeah, yeah. I don't see how they those cosplayers do it like all day. 
it's just like, oh man. I have, um, I did one year, I had a, um, I did a blind white contact for a dragon con. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing both. I can't fucking see and it's hot. So you're getting one. I'll, I will have this other one. I'm going to do something else with cover, the eye, but yeah, no. Just cover up that one eyeball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I was like, it's fine. Right, a Frankenstein. She's a creature. She'll be fine. It's okay. It'll be cool. It'll be cool either way. <laughs> well, so where where is your haunted house? I, I'm actually, we're in Douglasville, Georgia, where Nightmares Gate Haunted House. Um, we have the, the haunted hospital. Right nice. Yeah. There we go. Um, we have the Haunted Hospital, which is the main one right now, and this year will be our last year at that one, and we um, we just bought a new location, and we're actually designing that one. We have some really, really cool stuff coming this year. It's going to be very classic, old-school, haunted house, all of the big things that you're going to love, like the vampires, they, like just really old-school, dirty, gritty. It's going to be really cool. We're really excited about it. Yeah. We're excited to see it. Um I want to follow up on the movie that was spawned from VHS siren. I really, I've seen it a few times now. I've really enjoyed that movie and it looks like it was a, you know, pretty physically challenging role for you, Hannah. What did you have to do to prepare yourself uh, to bring her into a full length feature film? I, I, I thought it was really well done. Thank you. I thought it was really well done too. It was a shockingly, shockingly limited budget too, for what they were able to pull off. And, um, yeah, it was it was hard. It was a very, very difficult movie for me because it was all night shoots for like the whole month. And um, I was in. I was in Savannah and it was just like really isolating and. Um, and it was it was weird and lonely and creepy and um, and really hot and lots of bugs, you know, Savannah, you guys know you're there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um and sticky and yeah just running around naked like that for a whole month just it was weird it was weird <laughs> I admit it it was I mean there's some parts of it that I enjoyed I I really enjoyed um working with some of the guys and uh, actually all the cast was really really lovely and um yeah but it was uh yeah, uh, well, I, I recognize a couple of the guys from some other things that they've done um and I can't remember Who? The character's name, the the guy who was chasing you after he after you escaped, or they let you Just, go. Uh, Justin Wellborn. That may be him, but he he was in a run on Justified, I believe, uh, on the he, TV he's series. A, probably Ooh, it, one of those. He guys. Does a, it was probably Justin Wellborn. He was the he was the the guy next. He was the the guy with the glasses, the baddie. Yeah, the baddie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He stole the show. I think. I think he was the best part of that movie. Oh yeah, he was he was great. But uh, don't sell yourself short. I love that character, and I I love the I love the ending. And I don't want to give it a, give the ending away. Uh, go watch Siren. Check it out on Amazon. Go buy the DVD. Just go pick it up wherever you can. Uh, I was so enthralled with this movie, so much so that, and I want to get your take on this. What would you think about a sequel to that? I, I think you could go in a couple of different directions with that with that character. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to I want to go to wherever she's from. I want to see all the other stuff you buy. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, I think all the movements be- you do with that character are fantastic. Just like the animalistic way you move. I, the movements for that are just so spot on. Like, I really like that. part. Of it. Thank you. Yeah, me and um, my stunt coordinator for VHS, we we worked on that together, just trying to figure out um, 
how she would move. And at first, the inspiration for that character was a bat. So we based it on the on a bat, okay, bat like movements, and then sort of, but made it more manageable for me because bats move crazy, and uh, I'm not I'm not a stunt person. I'm not a contortionist, um, right. but my my stunt double was. So she, well, she did some cool stuff. She made me look good. I mean. <laughs> I was just like, lady, thank you. Well, you're playing in that movie. You're playing Spider-Man. You were playing Batman. You're playing all kinds of uh, superheroes. I mean, you're climbing the wall. I was like, look at this. This is nuts. (laughs) Yeah. A a lot of that was Elizabeth, but it was so seamless that um, when we were watching it together, we were just like, okay, is that you or is that me? I can't, I can't tell. And I was like, I don't remember doing that. I think that was you. And she's like, is that, that's not my ass. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) i don't uh, remember a birthmark being there (laughs) what are we watching (laughs) Um, this is a vhs um yeah yeah she was fantastic she didn't work with me on siren though which was a shame um because we became so very close uh but um yeah well that's that's one of my you know my more recently uh favorite horror movies so that, that, that you did a great job on that and i really would love to see a sequel to that um so we'll kind of segue into some of your other films i did watch upon your recommendation yesterday um uh, i'm drawing a blank um what was the film you asked me to watch or was it hold me hold me that's it I, I couldn't get that out of my brain i watched that yesterday and that was such a great dramatic role it was a it was a 180 from the horror stuff for sure, but uh, yeah, that's it, why I suggested it. Yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to pick your brain about that just a little bit. How was it getting into that mindset? And uh, I know Elena hasn't seen it yet, so Elena, watch Hold Me. It's a, it's a bit Not of a, on that memo last. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a tearjerker, um, and it, it involves Hannah's character, which ironically enough was probably easier for her because the name of the character is Hannah. So she didn't have to remember her name is Julie or whatever, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Hannah, I'd like to get your, your take on that role. I really enjoyed it. And uh, you know, kind of what got you in the mindset to play that and let our viewers know a little bit about what the movie's about so they can possibly check it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, the movie hold me um, is about um it's about a woman who holds people while they are willfully being euthanized um, by an illegal organization, because obviously it's not legal um, and it's set in the United States. And so she's sort of like the hooker of death in a way, um, but it's a very serious movie, but it doesn't sway you either way uh, towards or, or away from agreeing with euthanasia. It just sort of like puts it out there and lets you decide um, how you feel about it. And it, and it, it, I think the important thing about the movie is that it is important to think about it, you know, because um, it's, uh, it's just a part of life and, um, and it's something that should be discussed. So uh, I play, yeah, I play the lead character, Hannah, and she is, um, it was difficult to get into that character just because it was so dark and upsetting and, and disturbing. And um, I, I was just like, I could not, I could literally not cry by the end of the shoot. Cause I had cried so much that I just couldn't cry anymore. It was crazy. Um, so I ended up being like, by the end of it. but um, 
yeah Woo, such a tearjerker but it was it was so it was so easy to work with the with the actors that I was working with because they were so good that it made my job much easier like you're working with a good actor you know it because you can just like go right. and just right yeah yeah, it, yeah and it, the the emotion that you conveyed you know I, I felt it. it you did a you did a really good job and the dynamic with you and your mother uh you know she wants to help but she really can't and you're trying to put the best face that you can on in front of her saying look you don't really have to do anything I'm not trying to give away the movie but that interaction with the actress who played your mom at the dinner table that kind of was I mean that's real stuff so that was that was very well done thank you thank you I thought it was really well done too and it was all done by this dude called T. Snyder and he's brilliant and um, you know what I don't think he's done a feature since I, I guess I broke him, um, <laughs> but he wrote it. He wrote it, directed, produced it, and edited it, and um, and he acted in it. He was the guy that played Colin. He was okay. the uh, yeah. He was the other guy, and um, and uh, he had so many jobs going on. Like it's it's difficult to just do one of those jobs, but to do all of them at the same time. I mean, he just wore himself out doing that. So I, I really wish we could have had more time with it. Um, but we were on such a limited budget and uh, a limited amount of energy that he could give, you know, like he's not, he's not Superman. So, well, he was, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but I think that what we created for, for what we had was spectacular. Yeah, it was, a, it, was yeah. A, it was a really good movie. Thank you. To segue into a good question, um, with the, the sorry, since that wasn't a horror movie, do you have um, do you prefer to do horror? Or do you like to do kind of like a mixed genre just to keep it going, you know, keep it fresh, new? Um, and if you were to do something outside of horror, do you have a character that you would like to portray? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I love I love doing anything that's well written. I don't care what genre it is as long as it's good. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I would really like to play or do an interpretation of Anne Boleyn. I think that that would be really, really fun. It's always so great. She's one of my favorite fun. women in history. I don't know why. I just find her so intriguing. She's so spooky and witchy and weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and tragic. I, I would like to play uh, like a Tim Burton-esque musical version of her life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think Tim Burton would create that in such a dark way and the costuming would be just utter perfection. That would be sick. it would be oh the costuming would be oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Not to mention Helena Bonham Carter will probably be your nemesis in the movie, but that's fine. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if it's a Tim <laughs> if it's a Tim Burton production, you probably don't have to worry too much about budget restraints. <laughs> no, that's true. I wouldn't. And he'd probably just let me be as nuts as I wanted to be, which which would be great. Yeah, I know. Talk about being starstruck. I would be starstruck in front of her for sure. I'd be like, <laughs> and then um, she is just so fantastic in every role she does. I loved her in Sweeney Todd. I did. She was so cute. She was so funny. Yeah. Um, her and Tilda Swinton. I really, I really love her work as well. I think one of my favorite performances by Helena Bonham Carter is probably going to have to be. Um, it was a fight club. I don't know why I liked her in fight club. So oh, she yeah. She was that shit insane. She was great. She was funny. Well, she's, she was so eccentric. Yeah, she's 
she's pretty good in everything she does. I, I even liked her in Planet of the Apes, the Wahlberg remake. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about, yeah, about that. Yeah, she was in that too. And uh, you know, but anyway, yeah, she's she's an amazing talent. And I would I hope you will get to work with her one day, Hannah. I think you guys yeah. would work really well together. You know, actually, I don't I don't think she did a very good job in that Oceans movie. But I think that's the only time I've ever seen her not be on point. I don't know. I didn't, Is it I didn't the new know. one, the female version of it? Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't watch it. I heard mixed reviews. Either everybody liked it or they really hated it, and I didn't see it. I was kind of like, I don't know. I didn't feel really strongly about it one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, enough about me criticizing other people's work. <laughs> that's, that's better than mine. <laughs> Well, Elena and I are avid readers, and uh, I'm a small-town horror author myself, um, and I draw inspiration from all different types of authors and, and talents and people who are creative, and she kind of asked this on the acting front, but overall, in general, who, who do you draw inspiration from? Uh, are you a reader? Do you read a lot of books, or, or are you more of a visual person? We get all kinds of folks on here. Well, um... I read a lot of scripts, but I don't get around to reading a lot of novels. Um, the last few books I read were actually uh, books that my friends had written. And, um, and that was pretty neat. That was pretty, that was really far out actually. There were, okay. So the last two books I read, one of them was written, one of them was written entirely by L.C. Holt. He was in, um, you're next and VHS two. And he was in, um, this movie that I, I was in where I, I met Elsie was, um, and this is right after this was when I read it is called terror trips and it's just about to come out in theaters. Okay. And then, um, he was the director of this movie that I did times up, which is about to come out eventually. And, um, and yeah, so anyway, he, he wrote this book and I can't remember what it was called. It was like, shit, I can't remember. It was, it was one big, good word. Like, well, that's, like that's like well, me it was, forgetting the name of the movie I just watched yesterday. So it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Golgothia or something like that. Anyway, so, um, and it was just a series of short stories. Grim Grimoire. Grim Grimoire. Thank you. And um, it was, uh, that was fun. I was really far out. Some of them were better than others, but so, you know, some of them were really good. And, um, and then, okay. So I was on this movie shoot, the, the terror trips one. It used, it used to be called on location. I think you guys would like it. It's, it's a movie made for horror fans specifically. And um, a movie about horror fans for horror fans. Anyway. So we were, it was COVID, COVID time. It still is COVID time, but it was then too. And um all the actors were isolated to this one house and there was no television. So we started just reading to each other. And one of the girls, women who was there, um, uh, Carol Ann Bennett, and she was, um, she had brought an, another anthology book that she'd written a segment in, but it was horror um, erotica, er erotic horror short stories, which um, yeah. Anyway, so she brought this book and, we, we got bored. So we started, we picked up the book and we were passing it around and reading five pages each. And it was some My of the friends funny. Have done that <laughs> shit before. And it's so bad. Cause then you start doing accents with it. And then you're just, it, it's, it spirals so fast. 
<laughs> it was so out of control. We were just making up stuff and just like, and then a baguette, you know, and it was just, um, it was, it was, I, it was so funny and she didn't even mind. She was such a good sport. She didn't mind when we totally made fun of hers too, because we just couldn't help ourselves as a bunch of, you know, a bunch of actors and, oh man, that was a good time. That was a really good time. Yeah, we did. The last time I did that, I was actually, I had recently heard, I can't remember which YouTuber I was watching, but she is, she likes Phantom of the Opera and she has like this massive collection of books that are different retellings. And they had this one erotic version and I was like, oh, why not? I'll read it. <laughs> it was so bad. It should not have ever been written. It was so fucking bad. Like he called like her cooch a quim, her pip. Like I'm like, who the fuck calls it a pip? <laughs> I'm going to put it in your pip. pip. Like it was just weird. And so we started saying it and I, I was like, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hey, can somebody read this out loud for just a second while I airbrush somebody? <laughs> and it was so bad. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh that was actually Halloween this year. So I did that. Oh, Amazing. Wow. That's fun, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Me, uh, oh yeah, I remember the name of the book. It was called Nail. Nail. Okay. Nail. I'm going yeah. to be adding this to my good. Check it out. Now I need actually, to know. It really was not. It really was not bad. It was actually. It was really pretty. Pretty funny. Pretty great. And then, so the next movie I was on, which was Times Up with with a lot of the same cast, I I bought this book called. Um, oh fuck! What was it called? It was called. Uh, it's called Hold Me. That's the name of the movie. It was called Haunted Vagina. <laughs> There's the- a lot of books about haunted vaginas, teeth and vaginas. There's a lot of oh, like, a movie. so surprised yeah. about vaginal, any horror with vaginas. Like seriously, all there's so many books out there. I was so surprised. This what well, I'm not surprised because you know, what are you hiding in there? I'm afraid. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I, but I'm drawn to it. I, anyway, um, I think it's a it's a natural fear. I don't know. I don't know. It appears to be anyway. Um, I mean, one orifice has teeth. Why not the other? Uh. <laughs> you don't know until you try, and then when no? you try, it's too late. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassing myself now. Um, so what was? No, it's okay. Oh yeah, it was the haunted vagina, and and you know, whoa, I could not get through that one. <laughs> that was weird. It got really strange. This guy like started living in there, like it was a cave. <laughs> it was like he just buried himself in a hole. I'm just gonna live here, you know, pay some rent, build oh, a fire, gonna cuddle like, up in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like anyway. um, Danzig um, from Misfits. Danzig he wrote a comic book series, and I finally, you know, read him. I don't know if you've seen Danzig's movie, but if you haven't. I, I heard that I should. Okay. Yeah, right. it's it's one of those cult movies. Like you have to watch it because it's really bad, but it's so bad it's good. And you can't stop <laughs> watching it. It's a bad car wreck. But he wrote a comic book series, and actually one of the first stories in one of them, and I can't remember which uh, issue it was. They had this doctor who basically can put a sex orifice any part of your body, so they can just add extra holes. So by the end of this whole thing in the comic she had literally a vagina here 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 and then she could not she couldn't have any more um satisfaction she was like i need more i need more and there's like people all over her body i was like what the fuck with this like how did you just randomly like i'm gonna have a vagina on the face and i'm here and here and here well i i think i i sort of had one in vhs didn't i 
Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of split, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you go deep in the George O'Keefe version of it, you know, kind of <laughs> looking really deep into the artistic direction there. Well, a lot of people look that deep, evidently, because um, it true. was, uh, they're just like, I just want to be flaps, like, a, like a, whatever. And then <laughs> my, ta- my tail in... Uh... <laughs> Did you know that that was where this was going when you asked me what books I'd read that we were going to hey, you know, That's notice, kind of where this podcast goes sometimes. Hey, did you <laughs> notice fine. how did you notice how quiet the male hosts became during this segment? <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm just watching the show right now. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, keep it interesting. Oh, yeah. So many vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> so many. I still haven't watched that one movie actually about the one. I think it's just called Teeth, and the girl has. Like, I've seen it, and, and yeah. Was um, it good? I'm, uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch it's, that it's one good. really bad. It's good. I think it's, it's a classic. You should check it out. Yeah. I think it's on mm. Shutter. That's pro- it might be. I just got Shutter like yesterday. Um, God, I <clears> love <throat> Shutter because they have all the '70s like grindhouse films. I'm like, yes. I got it to to watch myself, honestly, um, because uh, I hadn't seen my my two seasons to the two episodes of Creep Show that I was on, and it's been like two years, and I really needed to see it. So um, yeah, and it was oh man, it was only like six bucks or whatever, and yeah, it was great. So worth the six bucks. So so much too. stuff, so much stuff on there. Yeah, I think that's the way that they should go with um, with platforms these days, because there's mm-hmm. so many platforms that. It's just like complete analysis paralysis overload that, you know, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'll go wash my car. Um, like okay, exactly. Yeah, but with Shudder, it's it's genre specific. So mm-hmm. it's I, I think that's brilliant. I think they made a really wise choice. I can agree with you on that one too. A lot of people don't know about it. And I'm like, how? If you're a horror fan, this is made for horror fans all day long. And it's not just the big name horror, and that's why I respect it so much. They have the low budget horror, the mm-hmm. things that people work so hard on, those classics that people don't really give a lot of recognition recognition to. Um, they had something called um, Black Rose, I think, on there the other day. Oh yeah, and I watched. It was on a Joe Bob episode, but it was so funny. I had never seen it before, and if it wasn't for Shutter, I wouldn't have seen it. But oh right, you know, Joe, they, Joe Bob, I mm-hmm. I've, I've yet to see him. Like I I mean, everybody like loves him and talks about him um he's good friends with a bunch of the actors that i work with frequently and i'm just like i gotta see this he was at um have you ever met him at a con though i don't think i have i think i would have remembered he's very he was at days of the dead um such a kind person yeah he was there last no 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 no. he was he was in atlanta before not this past time it was last february february him and darcy were both there and they're both fantastic she's very shy like but Everybody tells you she's shy kind of before you meet her. Um, but she was super sweet. And But Joe Bob actually took the time. We kind of asked him off the rip, like, hey, is there any horror movies you'd recommend from, like, the 1930s, 1920s era? And he just took the time to actually talk to you. Um, he was very much interactive with all of his fans. You can tell, like, they kind of have that close-knit group because there's this big Twitter thing they do with them. And I they just, love it. They love, love it. Yeah, my buddy Felissa is on his show a lot, and she um, she love loves her. him too. Yeah, she's lovely. And uh, I actually on the movie that I just directed um, called Dark Circles, which we're starting to edit now. Um, mm-hmm. Like half of my crew came from his show. Oh wow! Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you get Kane Hodder too? No, but I did do a movie with Kane and you know, it's funny. Um, that one just sold last, like a couple of weeks ago. And I just found out last week, the dead by midnight Two: why to kill. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I go up to Kane as the second convention I've been done with him. <clears throat> and I always thought he was a little intimidating, honestly. And, um, I go up to him and I was just like, Hey, we were in a movie together. You know, dead by, he's like, I, he, he had no memory of <laughs> but you gotta think about it he's had a, a lot of concussions though i mean i'm not gonna lie like he does some serious insane yeah he's yeah, super guy, physical right? yeah. yeah big stunt guy yeah yeah i don't i mean we didn't have scenes together so it wasn't like he forgot me but but um yeah no big deal i was just like oh never mind then and then I went and looked his, it up on IMDb because I thought I was losing my shit. And then and I was like, see? And he's like, oh, well, I guess I was on that. Okay. <laughs> his podcast with Felissa and um, Tiffany Sheppis is actually a really good. They do, um, it's like Slasher Friday. I can't remember the name of it, but it's always on Fridays. And they kind of, okay. at the end of each episode, they kind of kill each other off. And it's kind of funny to listen to. Um, <laughs> but they have cool banters on there about different movies. And Felissa gets more into the the nitty gritty about how with directing the smaller horror films, how each and every one, how a lot of people are so judgmental about certain stuff, but they don't realize how much time, how much money, how much time, how much money, money, you know, personal like funding came into that. So I like that she touches on that because not a lot of people realize that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. She's got, she's got the indie perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another film that uh, I, I watched was The Unwanted. And I, the, one of the questions that popped out to me is one of the stars of the movie, and it's a family drama with, with, with horror elements. That's what I like to call it. Uh, <laughs> is Will, William Cat? How is he to work with? Because he's, you know, he's, he's been around for a while. And uh, I first saw him in Carrie way back in the day. Uh, how, how was that guy uh, working with? He, he seemed like, you know. He, he was pretty cool to work with. So I want to know from you, how was it working with William Cat? I love him. He's wonderful. Yeah. We, we, uh, I mean, we exchange emails every now and then we, we became very close. It was, I mean, you watched that movie, I guess you could sort of see why I play his daughter and, um, oh man, he's just, he's just a true movie star, you know, he's just a complete professional. Um, but also just lovely offset. Like I, I at one point I was riding this horse and I hadn't had any um, time with this horse prior. They just were just like, here you go, get on it. And, um, and uh, I mean, I've, I've ridden horses when I was a child, but not recently and never this, this specific animal. And anyway, so the saddle didn't fit me properly. And so my feet kept slipping out of the stirrups. And so when that happened, I would hold on for dear life because I would start slipping off the horse. And when you hold on to the horse, the horse thinks you're telling it to go. So every time I did that, the horse would just take off, which is exactly what I didn't want it to do. But there was no other way to hold on tightly. So when that happened, like William just literally jumped out in front of the horse and got it to calm down and, you know, just knew exactly what to do because he's a you know, he's just really good with animals and um, has horses of his own. And it was just like, not every actor would do that for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was great. And I was just like improving. I was like, well, thank you, daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Preach, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that, 
that made it into the movie and that was just me like being like thank you for saving my life William Cat. um yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that scene now yeah. that you've explained it <laughs> now you know it's yeah. not acting well, I think we, he likes you better. William Cat's a cool dude. I, I loved him in, um, now this is going to age me a little bit, but I even liked his old superhero show way back in the day. He played the greatest American hero. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Elena. You may be too young for that one, but uh, it was back in the late 70s, early 80s. And then he had that movie uh, House in the late 80s, the horror movie House. Uh, but I have seen see that. I have not. I have not. I think I'm supposed to do a convention with him um, in like a few months here. And I'd be good yeah. to see him. Yeah, you yeah. need to see that movie if you haven't seen it. It's really I, I probably should watch it before I go see him and be like, hey, you're a genius. <laughs> Do you have anybody at your conven- at the conventions that you go and are just like, who is the one person that's kind of, that you were the most starstruck to meet? I've only ever really been starstruck one time. And that was, um, that was when I met Ben Foster. But it wasn't at uh, it wasn't at a convention. I was his waitress. <laughs> but well, I was supposed cooler. to. <laughs> yeah, that's even a better story. Yeah, we were supposed to do a movie together, and um, and then I don't know what happened, but uh, my part went to somebody else. No big deal, and it ha- it happens all the time. But um, so, but I was I was already a huge fan of his, and then he lived right down the street from this the. the the B bar um, where I worked in, in Manhattan in the Lower East side and well, the East village and uh, the Bowery, whatever. I can't remember. And um, yeah, Bowery bar. Anyway. So he would come in there all the time because he lived down the street. But the first, the first time I uh, met him, I was just like, Oh my God, you're so cool. Cool. Hannah. Yeah. But then he came in, came in there all the time and I got used to him and he's a lovely, lovely fellow, very talented actor. He but he, he doesn't do conventions or anything like that. But if he did, I, you bet my table would be next to his and we'd be best <laughs> friends. Hi. <laughs> I am your neighbor. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I have snacks. Do you want some snacks? I have you snacks. Want snacks. Do you want some peanuts? <laughs> I have fruit snacks. <laughs> I have fruit snacks. And even though you have all the same snacks I have because they come from the same room where we all anyway um if she says yeah. i like you run just go if she says i like you it's over hurry up it's over <laughs> it's over ben it's over um it's gonna sprout wings and jump on you <laughs> i think i i was at a party with susan sarandon Ooh. in new york Ooh. and uh, yeah you I just, just you got both out. of us i was just like i'm dead yeah well yeah so i just decided not to talk to her because i was afraid i would do that yeah do that thing the thing just like yeah be like (laughs) and um yeah yeah i guess i really i really you know everybody loves her but yeah i just didn't talk to her at all and um but who else was at that party was um Philip Seymour Hoffman and I had no problem talking to him. He was great. Oh, really sweet fellow. Really, really nice. It was just before he died too. It was really wow. fucking sad. Yeah. yeah he, he's, he's I felt when I met met Sid last. Actually, the last time I met Sid, it was a couple of months before he had passed, and he was writing the Instagram post he made. Actually, like really like hurt me in the gut because I was like, wow, he got really thin. I think he just lost a lot of weight, and he was like, I'm not sick. You know, why do people keep saying that? And then he just randomly passed and. 
I was like, damn, that was one of the celebrity deaths that really hurt me in the stomach. Like that just hurt so bad. Oh, right. You're talking about Black Panther. No, Sid Haig. Oh, Sid Haig. No, yeah, went yeah. from uh, Rob Zombie's um, House of a Thousand oh. Corpses. Yeah, we're, amongst right. a million other things that he did because he was just. Oh. I just saw that for the first time. Yeah. He, oh, he, really? Yeah. He yeah. Was he a, was. He was a regular at the at the uh, conventions, especially Days he? of the Dead in Atlanta. Yeah, he was yeah. there every year. We saw him every year. He uh, played the scary clown dad, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was fucking terrifying. Oh my god. Yeah, he really Thank was. Cap- <laughs> Captain. I love Spalding. when he did the. I, 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 I can't do it like he does. I can't. Do it. <laughs> I what a face! What a voice! Mm-hmm. Oh, terrifying! He has such a presence in that movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not watching it again. No, that one you got you got to be in the mood to watch that. I have a friend who can want, kind of watch that like all the time. I'm like I got to be in a special place in my head that's not all the time. I can't be murdering in my head all the time. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I agree with you. At horror conventions, do you ever like with your fans? Do you ever have any like weird questions they ask you? I know that I know you and a few other guests saying that the. Uh, horror conventions have the best fans and i can agree with you on that i think everybody's kind of closer knit in that everybody's very supportive of everybody's dreams and goals because you see a lot of cosplayers there artists and everything so i just didn't know if you had like any cool or weird experiences with any of your fans at these cons um i've had some some really i mean a lot of wonderful experiences like a lot of people that had you know, seen a lot of my more obscure work. Like I, I played um, Princess Zelda in this movie called Hero of Time. It was this fan film I did when I was a kid, like a bazillion years ago. And these people like bring posters from that and and remember me from that. And um, so that's amazing. And then, you know, then we have like the 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 people that are just like, hey, you fucked up my sex life. You screwed me up. I watched it too young. And I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> what do you say to that? Like, I got nothing. Like, thanks, okay. you know, cool. Now you have erectile dysfunction, but cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Well, see you later. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's about it. I don't know. Like, I, I've, I have noticed that some of my fans are far too young. Like, this little kid, he was, I mean, he had to have been seven years old. He was just like, ah, you can be a judge. And I'm like, that's not all right, but I'm not judging, but that's, <laughs> that's, not that's between you and your parents, but okay. Oh, okay. Elena, just, know, this, he wanted my autograph. Yeah. This past days of the day that we were just at, um, <laughs> this reminded me of something. This lady walks up to my table and, you know, I sell my horror novels there. And there was a little girl, she probably eight, nine years old. And, um, she was looking through the books and I told her mom, I said, yeah, she probably can't read any of those. She said, uh, do they have sex in them? I said, well, a couple of them have some scenes, but she said, if it's blood and gore, it's okay. But, uh, I just don't want any sex in the books. She can read blood and gore. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so They're kind of the same. The fuck. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, such a, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre culture we live in. It's just like sex is so taboo, but. But you can you can kill whoever you want. Yeah, I can rip is cool. Yeah, rip Just don't have off. sex yeah. before marriage. <laughs> All right. solid, solid advice, guys. Thanks. <laughs> wow, no kids dancing. are getting younger and younger. Yeah, very uh, very no dancing. Yeah. 
kids are getting younger and younger she said they, i mean at the cons like i keep seeing it and i'm like what the fuck like well the kids now are weird like have you noticed they live in their phone and they're weird and i hate them i hate all of them i haven't met a recent child from this thing of the social media era that i'm like wow you're really educated and have a wonderful vocabulary they talk to me in text language I had to look up something one day because I, I felt retarded. I was like, damn it. Like, I don't know what you're saying to me. What? Yeah, I don't know. I get weird. <laughs> I just hate children. I-, <laughs> I like them. But like, then they get to that age where they start living in their phone and telling me about weird porn that they found on their phone. I'm like, you're 12. Oh, wow. I, okay. I literally didn't have a phone at 12. Like, I don't I don't know what you're doing with your time. What is this? Like, what? I didn't have yeah. Google yet. We had Ask Jeeves. So. Yeah, I remember. Those yeah. were the days. Yeah, when I was a kid, we just had outside. We didn't have a phone. You go outside. That was it. The it's, age of innocence is gone now. Yeah. Just like Bryce was saying on that one episode, like in horror movies now. All of the kids are so, like, by themselves. Where are the parents? Where are they? Where'd they go? I couldn't leave. My mom goes, where are you going? Who are you going with? Who are you going to see? Really? Every day it's out, you know? I couldn't, yeah. So I was just like, I don't see how these kids in horror movies are getting away with it. Because my mom was not having that shit at all. Well, they, they were there with their parents. So yeah. they knew. This is true. It's true. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't watch anything scary um, when I was little. Oh, one time I accidentally watched a bunch of... Um, the worst thing I've ever seen. You want to know the worst thing I've ever seen? Okay, the second I would love I've to. ever seen. Because I'm not going to tell you the first worst thing I've ever seen in videos on the internet. But this was... I uh, have to know. It was... Okay, I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. Right. Okay, cool. But the, uh, the... I just happened upon this, like, video of baby seals being clothed. Oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. I've seen that, too. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that That's before. Like, I've heard about it. Oh don't, no! Don't do that. I was so sensitive, and and it was it just broke me. And after that, I couldn't watch anything that was it. That will scar forever. you worse than any horror movie that, forever that and terrible. ever. Yeah, that yeah. was terrible. Because I thought, oh yeah, it's a thingy about baby seals, and then it like, <gasps> and that's your <gasps> second worst thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the second worst. Yeah, we're, we're after we hit stop record, we got to hear what the first worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Hannah, tell us uh, what projects do you have going on right now? Do you have anything you're working on right now that you can share with the public? Uh, Anything coming out in the near future? Yeah, I'm editing my movie Dark Circles and um, we just started on that. We're actually going to do another Indiegogo for post-production so we can pay our editor. And um, so I'm messing around with that. And uh, here in a few days, I'm going to do a um, sort of a kind of cyber punk dystopian future movie um and i can't tell you any more about that but it's called uh, the undesirables and they're doing that in on on the 18th through the end of the month and then um and then i'm going to direct one of the lucid's videos they're a band that they were right next to me at, at days of the dead okay. drew was um drew fortier i'm going to direct one of his one of their movie, uh, one of their videos, music videos, bleh, one of their music videos. And um, so that's going to be super duper fun because I've never directed a, a video before. And um, after that, 
I'm doing a bunch of relatively smaller roles in a whole bunch of different horror movies. And um, I'm going to be at Days of the Dead Chicago. Ooh. And uh, Crypticon, right? Crypticon. I'm going to go to Crypticon, so that'll be fun. And um, that's kind of like, yeah, I've told you everything. Okay. Well, she says I, I've told you enough. Damn it! Come on. <laughs> well, well, I, I, well, I know I know fans can follow her on Instagram because I'm following her now. So you can find her on Instagram under Hannah Fear uh, Hannah Fearman. Um, are there any other social media sites that folks can follow you on? Any any places where we can find out more about Hannah? Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm on Facebook, and I say lots of dumb stuff on there. Um, and then. Um, <laughs> and then Twitter, um, but, but I don't really tweet very often. And, and then, um, and then I've got a website, hannahfearman.com, which um, I'm updating now. Well, I'm having a very intelligent man update for me. And um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's where you can locate me. I'm not on any others. I mean, I guess I'm sort of on LinkedIn at one point, but. I, I forgot my password. I don't know. I haven't been there in like 15 years. So yeah. I, I hardly ever looked at LinkedIn anymore, but I'll definitely make sure we put a link to your website on the, on the YouTube feed for sure. So people can go to hannahfearman.com and check out what you Thank got you. going on. So um, uh, Elena, do you have any other follow-up questions before we end the podcast today? Well, she's already going to tell me the one question that I have after the yeah. podcast is over. So that was like my one lingering <laughs> question. That's just kind of just burning in my brain right now. <laughs> well, <Squirrel>. our, <laughs> well, with that said, Elena, tell us where we can find all your cool stuff. I am JukeboxBaby78 on TikTok as well as on Instagram. If you want to see all of my body paints and weird stuff that I do in my spare time covered in blood, silicone, all of the good stuff that is there. Uh, I'm also Elena Marie on Facebook if you just want to hear my random rants about life and also lots of memes because I like memes and dad jokes. Don't judge me. Um, but if you have any questions about makeup or anything like that, as far as personal services, you can DM me on Facebook or on Instagram. And I am Charles Campbell. I'm a small town horror author. I publish under Valley Boy Publications. You can find my work at valleyboypublications.com. You can find me on Facebook under Charles Campbell Author, and you can find me the same way on Instagram under Charles Campbell Author. So that's where you can find me. Hannah, thank you so much for being on our show today. You were a pleasure to talk to. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks. It was so great to chat with you guys. It was awesome. And we look forward to probably seeing you at more cons because we go, we get, definitely go to the one in Atlanta regularly. So, but right. anyway, anyway, you guys have a great day, great night, whenever you listen to this podcast. And we'll see you again on the next episode of Horror Ford 21, the podcast. Thank you. Bye. We hope you had a horrific time, lovelies. Thank you for tuning in to Horror 421, the podcast. Be sure to like us on YouTube and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.